0: Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line and welcome in David Schoenfield from ESPN. We're going to go around Major League Baseball, talk about the headlines and news coming out of baseball right now. Good morning, David. How you doing? Thanks for joining us.
2: <laughs> I'm good. I'm not sure I'd refer to myself as a celebrity, but uh, I'll take it.
0: Uh, David you're absolutely a celebrity and not just in our eyes everybody thinks you're a celebrity and it's because you're putting out great work at ESPN everyone should go read his great work at ESPN.com but first of all David let's talk about the Cardinals our local team they take two or three from the Brewers they have a a game-and-a-half lead on the Brewers in the National League Central when you look at the Cardinals I I don't want to ask you about the division do you look at this team now and think that they're a true World Series contender
2: ooh that's a good question I mean Yeah, why not? I mean, look, the Dodgers, of course, are the huge favorite in the National League. Absolutely loaded. They had that 12-game winning streak snapped yesterday, but... As we know, and I hate to say it, it's such a cliche, but all you have to do is get to October and anything can happen. And I think those trade deadline acquisitions and the rotation, they filled obviously the biggest need for, for St. Louis. They can hit and they can play defense, and that can go a long way in October. So are they the favorite? No. Can they win it? Yes.
1: David, we're taking notes and keeping score, asking everybody this question in terms of Albert Pujols. Do you believe he will get to 700 home runs?
2: Wow. That's, yeah, I certainly would not have said that a few weeks ago, but he's heating up and, you know, he's getting a little more regular playing time, not just as a platoon guy. Um, yeah, what is he at, 689 now? Yeah. Um, <sighs> 11 home runs over these final, what, six weeks? It's still going to be tough. That's still a lot of home runs for a guy that's not in the lineup every day. Um, so I think he's going to fall just a little short. But man, I would love to see him get there. I know it's just a round number. You know, he's not going to pass the next guy on the, what's the next guy over 700? Babe Ruth at 714. He's not going to get there, obviously. But 700, that would be nice. But I think he's going to fall a few short. Oh, David, you're breaking our hearts. Sorry, I know what <laughs> to because I love that number, 700 home runs. It's just absurd when you think about it. So, considering where he was at, you know, especially last year when the Angels released him, and we are like, is anybody even going to pick this guy up? He goes to the Dodgers, plays well, and then, you know played much better than I would have expected this year.
0: Yeah, David, when we found out that the Cardinals were bringing him back, there were conversations here in St. Louis. Is this a nostalgia play? Is Mm -hmm. this a a way to get people in the stands following the pandemic and the lack of fans? Because people here will certainly buy tickets, and he's proving that they knew what they were doing, and, and he's obviously producing. David Schoenfield from ESPN joining us here on 101 ESPN. Michelle Smallman and Alexa Datt with you. David, let's look at the San Diego Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. suspended 80 games for PED use when I saw that headline across my phone, I actually gasped because you think they acquire Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr. on the precipice of coming back, and obviously that was a huge, huge shift for the Padres. How do you think that suspension is going to impact the team?
2: Well, I think Bob Melvin, the manager, he made a good point, I think it was yesterday or the day before, when he said, look, we haven't had him all year. So, his rationale was it doesn't affect us at all because <laughs> we haven't we haven't had him in the lineups, obviously, when they traded for set for Soto, they were looking at that monster middle of the order with soto tatis machado and and Josh Bell you know that foursome would have been as good as anybody in the league now they they're not going to get that so but. You know, they still have a good rotation. The offense, you know, it's kind of still middle of the pack. Um, but it's a huge blow because you make that kind of trade because you're factoring in, well, we're going to have Juan Soto for this playoff run and the next two. And while they're still a good bet to get to the playoffs, it you know, their chances obviously aren't as good without Tatis. But, you know, baseball players are pretty good at not worrying about um, outside influences, and again, Tatis—he hasn't been in that clubhouse all season, so I don't think it's going to affect them. It just, you know, they're—they're they're missing one of the best players in the game. But you know, it's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes.
1: David, I want to stay in the NL West, and it's probably not the team that you think that I'm going to bring up, but anytime we have a guest on the radio, I always like to scour their Twitter and Instagram, see what they're getting into social media-wise as of late, and I saw that you did retweet Rocky's Winton Bernard making it to the show (laughs) after 11 minor league seasons. We played the audio earlier of him calling his mom on FaceTime and telling her it was just so incredibly emotional um since you did see that what was your reaction to that video
2: well here's my reaction i'm off twitter for the most part these days that's probably the first thing i've tweeted in months but i saw that video and if for the fans who haven't seen it um somebody took a video as he's calling his mom to let her know he's been called up to the majors after 11 years in the minors 31 years old He's been all – I counted up how many different teams he's played for. It's like 22 different teams, you know, different countries. He went back to independent ball, and he gets called up, you know. And it's just, look, he's not going to have a long career. He might not even make it back after this season. But there's so many of those guys like him who just grind and grind and grind for years, and they know all they're hoping for is that cup of – uh, of coffee, so someday they can tell their kids or their grandkids, "I made the major leagues." He made it. Um, you saw him, you know, crying on the phone with his mom. Just, just a beautiful story.
1: And the great part was that his debut—he got his first hit, his first yeah. stolen base, scored his first run. and His mom was in the stands, so it was a great bookend to the whole thing.
2: Yep, absolutely. You know, so there's always a few of those stories every year. They don't get the big headlines. But, you know, not everybody's a Juan Soto or Fernando Tatis Jr., right? We got all these little guys in the game, the non-stars that deserve some recognition every now and then.
0: Well, David, I want to talk about a team that certainly has a lot of stars in the New York Yankees. When you look at New York, it seems like the Mets are trending up right now and the Yankees are trending down. They are playing sub 500 ball since the beginning of July, but they're still yep. have, have a 10 game lead on the Blue Jays in the AL East. But if you're a Yankee fan right now and, and Matt Carpenter, by the way, getting injured and not being with them. We love Matty Mustache yep. here in St. Louis. who provided <laughs> such a spark for that team. But if you're a Yankee fan right now, should you be concerned?
2: Yeah, I mean, I wrote something last week when Carpenter went down, like, who thought Matt Carpenter was going to be the key (laughs) to the 2022 Yankees, right? That's right. If you had that on your
0: bingo card, I don't believe you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, he was putting up Babe Ruth numbers there. Hopefully he'll be back pretty soon here. But yeah, no, uh, really since, you know, before the All-Star break, and now they've lost nine out of 11, their rotation was so good early on. It was a little over its head so it's come back down to earth and that's kind of not not been a surprise but the key here is now Houston has passed them for the best record in the American League and i think it's pretty important for the yankees to get that first that first seed because they're 41 and 15 at home and they're 31 and 28 on the road so if they end up meeting Houston in the ALCS They really want, you know, four of those seven games to be at Yankee Stadium, but I don't know if they're going to get there. Um, You know, tough division. Houston's in a weak division. so And head-to-head, Houston's outplayed them this year. They really shut down the Yankee offense. So I think the Astros now are clearly the, the favorite in the AL.
1: It's not often that we talk about the Yankees and we talk about them first, but it's really the Mets who are the better team right now in New York. They've got a 5.5 game lead over the Braves. Is that lead good? Is that you know safe to, to stay because they've got Scherzer and DeGrom and, and Diaz crushing it in the closers role and their offense has been great? Or do you think maybe the Braves could give them a run for their money down the stretch?
2: Well, they got a big four-game series that starts today. Um, you know, they just played, what was it, last week? The Mets took four out of five and, you know, created that big gap. So, yeah, the Braves really need to take three out of four in this series because um, if they don't, if they lose three out of four, then you're looking at, what, seven and a half games. That's going to be tough to overcome. But, yeah, the way, look, the Grom's come back, and he's looked absolutely dominating, had that, perfect game bid a couple starts ago. Um, So the Mets, I know Mets fans are used to seeing them, you know, do really dumb stuff and bad stuff down the stretch, but this team is different. And the key Buck Showalter, I hate to give a manager too much credit because it's the players who win and lose games, but Buck Showalter is a difference maker. That team is going to be prepared every single day which hasn't always been the case with Mets teams in the past. So I I think they do hold on.
0: And finally, David, I want to ask you about the Phillies. They had been absolutely red hot, and uh, that's without Bryce Harper. Kyle Schwarber gets injured. But when you look at the Phillies, do you believe it, or is it fool's gold? What do you think about them as we head down the stretch?
2: Yeah, no, the Phillies, I, I wrote this somewhere, too, like, They could be last year's Braves. Remember, the Braves only won 88 games last year. They weren't a a powerhouse team. They just got hot at the right time. What the Phillies have, maybe a better comparison to the the 2019 Nationals, who had Scherzer, who had Steven Strasburg. That was the best year of Strasburg's career. Well, the Phillies have Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. That's a pretty good one-two punch. And, you know, you have a rotation with those two. They get hot at the right time. They can carry a team. And like you said, you get Bryce Harper back, who was crushing it before he got hurt. Um, So that lineup, you know, is pretty solid. Two aces, the bullpen, obviously with the Phillies, that's always going to be the big question mark. But, yeah, they're another team. You know, they could be that sleeper team coming out of the National League this year.
0: Great stuff from David Schoenfield. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at D. Schoenfield, even though he said he hadn't tweeted in a while. Follow him anyway. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and more importantly, check out all of his... Stay out- off Twitter! I, I know about one of your
2: advertisers. Well, <laughs> David, is
0: there another platform, a social platform you'd like people to follow you, other than, of course, reading your excellent work at ESPN.com?
2: No, my words on ESPN. That's all. Go go to our website and read all our fine baseball coverage there.
0: Yes, including that excellent piece that you mentioned that you wrote about the Yankees and the Mets. You can find that on ESPN Plus. But great talking to you, David. Thanks so much for the time.
2: <laughs> all right, you bet. Thank you.
0: That is David Schoenfield from ESPN.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world?
1: Donate plasma at a Griffel center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at Grifflesplasma.com.
0: Next time someone needs to send you money, tell them to use Zelle. With Zelle, the money goes straight into your bank account, and it typically only takes minutes between enrolled users. And even if the sender uses a different U.S. bank, it still works. Plus, Zelle is already in over 1,600 banking apps, so you probably won't have to download another one. By the way, make sure the sender has your correct U.S. mobile number or email address so the money goes to the right place. Look for Zelle in your banking app today.